0: Hello, hello, and welcome to How to Art. This is the podcast for dreamers, for dream chasers, artists, creatives, musicians, producers, anyone who's got a little bit of a passion that they would like to make a little bigger segment of their life than it is currently. Maybe you're doing something you don't enjoy too much, and you're hoping to take something you enjoy a little more and uh, make that a bigger part of your life. I am your host, Petrovita. I left my job about four months ago to pursue music and voice acting full-time. I am no guru. I am no rich man. I uh, am simply documenting my journey, and uh, as such, each of these episodes breaks down into two parts. First, I give a little recap of what's gone on with me in the past week, uh, where I'm at currently in my pursuit of this, and then we go ahead and talk about uh, one specific topic that could be of use to you as someone who is trying to uh, make this type of thing happen, whatever it is that your dream may be, or however far you want to take it, okay? Um, If you're watching on YouTube, this is the first episode I'm actually recording video for as well, so hello to people there, or if you're listening on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, either way is perfectly fine, Um, but let's dive right into part one, the Petrovita catch-up. So... Um. Anyways, in this time, uh, I've gone ahead and um, in the past week, I finished up one of my larger, recent uh, songwriting gigs where I got paid, it wasn't a ton, about $200, like, we keep it transparent here, 200 bucks to um, to write and record a, a song for someone, uh, and there was also a contract of royalty split. Uh, 50-50 with me in case anything happens to go on with that song that it that it gains some traction Um, We did that that was finished up and approved Uh, I've been doing my streams. Those have been going well getting some new people into the live streams uh, Where I make a demo every day live on Twitch Um, You know continuing to make music. I got three or four collaboration requests in this past week Which was really really cool. So I feel like things are moving things are happening and this Saturday I'm hoping to be able to, that I will, there's a karaoke slash um, open mic night, uh, and I've submitted a beat that I want to do a song over, which would be the first time really getting up on stage in a while, and I want to do that, and that is uh, this Saturday. So fingers crossed that they uh, approve it, and I'll be one of the people that goes up. That's what's going on with me. Of course, if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me. I'll give my contact info at the end of the episode. But right now, let's like sink our teeth into the meat of this, which is um, the topic for today. And the topic for today is filtering feedback. So when uh, when we talk about filtering feedback, last week I talked, uh, we did an episode on haters, right? And how you might deal with negative feedback you get or people giving you kind of trash about the things you create, be it visual artistic, be it music, you know, something audio, be it your business idea, your business you're starting, etc. And obviously when it's coming from an extreme place of someone being really unhappy with what they're doing... Um, you know, it's easy to kind of discount that uh, once you kind of learn where people are coming from or learn how to deal with it. It's it's actually not not so bad. What I find to be one of the hardest balancing acts when you kind of go out on your own like this is how do you filter feedback from everyone else on the spectrum, from uh, your parents and relatives, be it good or bad, your your friends, you know, um, other people working in the industry or within the niche that you're working in, how do you how do you weigh different types of feedback? And I want to talk about that right now and give some specific examples. So first of all, let's talk about. Um, sorry, I'm gonna take a drink of water here. Um, one sec. My bad. So let's talk about. Um, Feedback you get from your family. Now this can come in a number of different ways, right? And I'm lucky enough to have very positive feedback from my family, uh, to the point of maybe being a little embarrassing uh, when when grandma is is commenting, "We love you, nice work on on a song that I post on the Petrovita Facebook page." You know what I mean? Um, but I think that that kind of encouragement is okay. But let's let's take it from this perspective first. So when you get this type of feedback. Obviously, you're gonna take it with a grain of salt, and you should. These are people who already love you; they have a vested interest in or or assume they do, in your success. Um, they want you to be happy, hopefully, and um, and you know, if it's your parent, your grandparent, whoever, you know, you're you're already a shining little star in their eye, right? So, so don't discount that encouragement. Don't. Um, You know, don't be upset about receiving it, even if it seems cheesy or something. But of course, you need to, the filter you need to let that pass through is, um, okay, this isn't fully objective. But let's flip it on the other side. Maybe you have uh, someone you're you're close to who uh, actually gives quite negative feedback. Your parents really don't want you to pursue something you've been making, or they think the drawings you make are silly, and even if they think they want you to be happy deep down, they're like, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to buy these. Okay. Um, So, in that case, you've also got to filter... Something similar. You might think they're looking out for your best interest, so they're just worried, or or maybe they're jealous, maybe they're a bit vindictive, they never did what they wanted to do in life. In either case, you have to realize that they are not professionals in whatever you're, or it's very unlikely that they are professionals in whatever it is that you're pursuing. So again, you've got to take that with a grain of salt and uh, and filter it. Now let's get get to something a little bit tougher. I want to talk about a really good example is um, other people who are maybe on the same path or have different levels, some people who are behind you, some people are ahead. Uh, Let me make this more concrete for you guys. I belong and spend a lot of time participating in a subreddit, so that's a subform of Reddit um, called uh, Making Hip Hop, and it's a place for people making hip hop, go figure. Um, But you might be a producer, so you're making the music or the beats, you might be a rapper, so you're actually rapping or doing some singing, you might be mixing, putting the songs together, you might be doing all those things, or just a couple of them, or whatever. There's a lot of opportunities to get feedback on that forum, and undoubtedly, I've improved by getting feedback. However, one thing you have to think about is that when it's very easy to get into these communities of other people who might have similar goals and assuming those goals are aligned with yours when, in fact, they might not be. And here's what I mean by that. Here's the the kind of subtlety there. They may also want—put it this way. Me, as a music maker, I'm making music primarily for people who like to listen to music. There's absolutely crossover between music makers and people who like to listen to music. Obviously, a lot of them do. However, someone who can give you really good technical advice might also not be in your target audience. For example, someone might be really good at mixing, but they might give feedback to me on a song and say, I didn't like this, this didn't go hard enough, you need to, you need to practice. But... They might be really, really into making more hardcore trap music, and they might like a totally different tone, message, style than I'm going for. And I see a lot of new people get discouraged um, by this kind of feedback when, at the end of the day, the people who decide if you're worth listening to are the everyday listener. If you're getting plays on your tracks, if people are giving you good feedback and they're especially, and we'll talk about in a second, especially if these are people that are coming from kind of uh, the perspective of a stranger or a third party, um, that's what ultimately determines it. Learn what you can from other people who are working in your craft, but understand that some people will be jealous of even the small successes you have, uh, and, and will want to find some way to pick something apart that might be viewed as their competition, um, they will uh, be might be jaded. I've had people where a lot of people really like a song, and someone who's worked in the music industry they have maybe my best interest in mind saying, Yeah, you shouldn't release that because the bass is too loud and it's conflicting with this. Um, but at the end of the day, if that song is getting plays, if people are liking it, if it's getting shared, that's where I'm going to put the bulk of my. Uh, you know, the bulk of my uh, intentions or my emotion of how I get my feedback, if if that's the case. Let's go on to those those really important ones, that third party, uh, which is just, I guess this should be a better term, but I want us to talk about more objective listeners. Someone who finds you on SoundCloud, on Spotify, someone who finds your art on Instagram, someone who finds your poetry on Tumblr, and they start leaving feedback for you. These are Far and away, in my opinion, more than the people who love you most, more than the people who, and I mean like, you know, real, you know, loving your, your family, your friends, whatever, more than the people that are, are closest to you in the, the real world or the offline world, more than the even professionals that you might get feedback from and talk to, the feedback you should take into account the most, in my opinion, which is paid back the most, interacting with, listening to, and adapting based on, has been the feedback coming from people who discover you because they want, to discover something that you do. That could be someone who loves comic book art and they see that you're making these rad illustrations. It could be someone who really likes uh, chill hip hop music and they come to your channel and they say you've been producing these really neat, mellow, lo-fi beats and they start listening and you see they start playing your music, they start liking it, they start maybe sharing it, leaving a comment, etc. What these, in my opinion, you're you're going to kind of aggregate from all of these sources, but I don't think any of them really hold a candle to the importance of um, of that that group that demographic. That's who you should pay attention to, uh, because at the end of the day, um, how many artists you know that are extremely popular in whatever they do, and they get called trash or I don't people say I don't get it could be their music they don't this new music is dumb could be uh, art piece and people say I just don't get modern art how can people buy that how can people pay to to see that piece etc um, but the, the reality is if they've made it based on people paying attention to what they're doing that's really what matters those are the people that they should be servicing you know, in first and foremost, you you service yourself and your own need because authenticity is always going to breed um, more interesting things and creations. But but a real close second is is those people, those early adopters, the people that find you, the third parties, et cetera. That's where you should put most of the effort on your feedback. Milk those people for all the feedback that you can get. I mean, if some, you see someone playing your songs, ask them what they like about it, how they got to your stuff, how they found you. Uh, if you someone leaves a comment, always reply. Ask that person what they liked about this track uh, or what their favorite thing is so far. Ask that person, uh, what are your favorite colors to see in art? Ask that person, hey, you commented on my this thing I made about my, my business or this post my business uh, Instagram posted or or I tweeted about for my business. What about this kind of product is interesting to you or caught your attention or how would it help you? Having that kind of interaction is really how you dig into the things that will help you grow the most. And um, I really, really hope that people, um, people pay attention to that. And, um, I guess that that's the main point I wanted to make in this episode. We'll wrap it up here pretty quick. I like to keep these, you know, fairly short for you guys. So it's easy to get something out of it. Uh, you guys and gals. Um, but, um, you know, I think, I think that's, that's the gist of it. Wherever your feedback is coming from, don't let it, be the end all be all one way or another, you know, ride the highs that you get from the good feedback. Um, but, but take account where it's coming from. Absolutely filter the more negative realize, you know, what value, what value does this opinion hold due to, uh, previous relationships with the person, um, what their interest might be? Do might they have another kind of agenda in making this comment or doing this, etc.? Um, and be be thoughtful about. And even when you think someone's coming from a bad place, you don't necessarily have to necessarily have to call them out. In fact, I would encourage you to go listen to the last episode on haters um, for my advice on exactly what to say and what to do when people reach out with those kind of comments. But just um, if nothing else, you know, take it in with a filter. And uh, kind of aggregate, bring everything together. Don't don't worry about any one piece of feedback you get too much. And don't let your own artistic direction or your passions and how hard you're going to pursue what you love be determined by those things either. Um, hopefully that, uh, that was interesting to you guys. I'm going to wrap it up right here. I had a really, really nice, um, call in, uh, on anchor for the, the app I make the podcast in from someone saying some kind words about the podcast. And they also, um, mentioned, Hey, one, one be- bit of feedback they gave was, I uh, you, I know you talk about being a music artist. I would like, uh, like it if you put some of your music in the podcast. So, um, today I am going to, uh, play you out with, uh, to play us out. Anyone seen that old Bill O'Reilly freak out video? Right, we're, get, we're getting sidetracked here, but, but anyways, um, obscure reference. I'm going to play, uh, that song for you in just a second. Other than that, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you made it to this point, um, connect with me. Anywhere and everywhere, it's either Petrovita or Petrovita Music on every platform. Find you where uh, it, whatever account looks like it makes sense. But uh, Snapchat, Petrovita, Instagram, Petrovita Music, same uh, Petrovita Music on Twitter. Uh, on Twitch, I live stream myself making a demo every day. In fact, what I'm going to play for you in just a second is one of the demos we've made live, kind of with audience interaction and stuff. Um, yeah. Other than that, hopefully see you in the next episode. And if you know someone who uh, is a bit of a dreamer, who's always talking about wanting to leave their job, start doing something else or wanting to make a little more out of something that's a passion or a hobby to them, uh, please let them know about this podcast. Uh, Love you all. See you next week. Peace out. One last. It was ages ago in diary pages Drunken wisdom of the sages keep ideas from being wasted I wrote about a ticking clock whose hour hand was minutes Whose minute hand was seconds because seconds never existed We tossed them out like pennies, too small and short to matter Took our steps in leaps and bounds and never thought that they could add up We jumped over the hard times, we skipped over the bad love All we did was spend time and pretty soon we had